You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. It's one o'clock. <laughs> we are in America's Web Radio. It's from Atlanta, Georgia. America. United, United States, States of, of America. America. <laughs> yes. And this is... Let's talk Venezuela, the English version. Yes, let's talk Venezuela, the English version. Uh, here we are with the legend, David Moxley. And Brad, how you been, both of you, my friends? Good, thank you. Bien, gracias. Uh-huh. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, yeah, in, in, in a few months, uh, David will be in charge of the uh, Spanish version of uh, Let's Talk Venezuela. Hablemos venezolano. I don't blame you, David. I don't blame you. You know that uh, uh, Spanish language is one of the hardest, hardest language to learn because it has so many words words that it means the same thing you know like six seven you know synonyms so back when I was going to school I thought I wanted to go pre-med but I looked at Latin and back then uh, you couldn't go pre-med unless you could speak Latin or knew Latin yeah and uh, talking about a hard language and I'm not even good at Spanish much less Latin yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember when I was taking anatomy classes and all those back in, what, 40 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the names used to be in Latin, you know, the name of the body parts and yeah. all that. Please don't mention Christ in front of Satan. <laughs> 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 yeah, so Carlos, what's news? Well... The first news is uh, that the former vice president of Venezuela, of the Republican, Bolivarian Republican of Venezuela. Republic. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Aristobulo Isturiz uh, Pelogajo. I mean, oh, he uh, passed, passed away. away. Oh, my God. You know, somebody okay. sent me a video of his funeral. Yeah. We're talking about Venezuela, you know? Yes. Our Venezuela way of doing funeral is mostly... Um, solemn. Very solemn. With, with jokes. Yeah, but it has to be hush-hush, like quiet. Yes, quiet. Okay? Respectful. Respectful. Um, uh, the priest supposed to be there, you know, some come yes. once in a while. Yeah. There were ladies from the church... I'm talking about the Catholic Church because remember yes. Venezuela official religion is no there is not official religion but, but no, the, in 85% of the population Venezuela follows, population are Catholic. A, Catholic yeah so there is El Rosario how do you say Rosario in, in English it's Rosary the Rosary and you know the prayer time and, and people come and hug the wife and the family you know, uh, you know and a lot yeah. of coffee for the night time, a yeah. lot of coffee, drinking a lot of coffee, you know, to be awake with the family and yeah. and usually the 
is very solemn, very yeah, you know. Yeah, very respectful. But this this funeral that I watch on TV, on TV, no, on the video that they sent me on uh, my cell phone. Uh huh. It was all the opposite. I had never people, seen something dance, like that. People dancing. People dancing in front of the coffin. It was, it was something that they say. Okay, this guy was so bad but it wasn't that people, <laughs> the people was dancing in front of him. Yeah, he died. You know. Yeah, but the music that was playing there was not a Venezuelan music. It was, it was the the the, the African music of exactly the African because he was from a son uh, some with a son named. Curiepe, okay, and uh, but it's the second vice president who Pelagajo, uh, who, who, Pelagajo who, who passed away, who passed away. okay. Pelar and Barlovento is not is a place in, in Venezuela, in the coast of Venezuela, in the coast of Venezuela. And majority yes. people who live in there are uh, are blacks. So uh, they are descending from the from the slave. Yes, back in those days, yes, yes, they came yes, from Africa, so yes, they continue the, with their. That was the zone where, where culture, the, right? Yeah, that was the zone where where the first blacks uh, came to to Venezuela long before in United States we have uh, mm -hmm. slaving because remember that the enslavement uh, history in United States. Began with a with a black man with an Angolian who who took uh, another black man as a slave in from a, Africa from Africa yes so so that so the one who started the slavery in America was a black a black uh, man was a black man yes so but when when we say things like that a lot of people don't like that narrative uh, because, right because because there is a <laughs> there is there is a sort kind of of um, shame on that uh, on that matter, you know. But the history is history, and you cannot you cannot uh, you, change you it. You cannot change it. The thing is that the the people of Barlovento, uh, uh, they are descendants, direct descendants of the Africans. And so those people in Barlovento, they are still keeping their culture like like from Africa, like the music, they, the they religion. Yes, they have uh, in in Venezuela uh, the the Spaniards did not uh, did not change the culture of the blacks of the blacks. Okay, they so didn't force them to convert them to. Yes, they convert them, and there is there is a. a, a a religious uh, syncretism. A syncretism oh, okay. is the mixing of of one religion with uh, with others. So, so the the blacks, uh, the thing that they did the, is that they changed the name of their gods uh, in the Yoruba region, uh -huh. and and they changed the name, but it's it's basically. Uh, the same religion that they that they used to have in in Africa. Remember that the black Africans, the the people who were enslaved in Africa, were captured by Muslims. Yeah. Okay. And the Muslim, uh, basically black Muslims, uh -huh. they were the guys who 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 enslaved uh -huh, sorry. the 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 uh, all the blacks and sold that that uh, 
people to the basically to the Portuguese, to the Portuguese. that has they has the license the license to 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 trade with black people. Well, you know the Muslim they are still practicing slavery today. You know yes. that never because it's part of the religion. When somebody doesn't convert to the to the religion, they have only like three options if they want to be alive. And the four, then option number four is they kill you if you don't, you know, like mm-hmm. beheading and all that stuff. One way of keeping you alive in their territory is by a person who doesn't want to um, convert is paying like a, some kind of taxes, right? Yes. Very high taxes. And yeah. the second is... Uh, a, yeah, the, the taxes is named the Jassia. The Jassia, okay. And okay. the second option for them to... But that's only applied to cre- to the people of the book. That to the Jews. To the, the Jewish, Jewish uh, uh, to the Jews and the and the Christians. And the Christian, okay. okay. And but the they other are, way... But they are considered um, servants. The other way is, uh, uh, yeah, they're considered like servant. Yeah. And then the other way for somebody to to keep alive, to be alive is becoming a, a slave. Yeah. You know, buying yeah. you and selling you as a slave. Yes. And you are like an animal for them. You are not, you are not yeah, worth nothing. Yeah. And the other way is... Uh, but congratulations because uh, uh, last year uh, Mullah said that the... Women right now are <laughs> ma- are are uh, from the uh, they are they are now uh, an animal before they are not considered even like an animal. Oh Lord! Okay. Well, that's 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 the thing about that religion, uh, right? Uh-huh. That, that culture, culture, religion, and everything yeah. together. So, when we're talking about the Yoruba area. Right. Uh huh. The Yoruba, Yoruba area, area is, is a three large ethnic group in Nigeria. Exactly. Concentrated in the southwestern part of the country. Yeah, it's the it's the belly of Africa. Yeah, the uh, one that the, 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 the mixed with the with the with the African with the uh, American uh, continent. Uh, you know, yes, that goes like this. Exactly. Okay. All right. So he passed away. His name is Aristobulo. Aristobulo Sturis. Sturis. And uh, m- uh, his memory won't be remember, remember. You know, I was talking to my my friend. Uh-huh. I told her, "Hey, you know Aristobulo? Did you watch the video? Aristobulo passed away." She said, "I don't want to even see that. He killed my uncle, and she's Venezuelan. She's here." You know, wow. and she said, "I don't want to know anything about him. He killed my my uncle." It would be very interesting to have an to interview s- with uh, with this lady. Yeah, to find out what happened to with him, right? For yes, but this is second vice president that passed away this year. The first was Jose Miente Rangel. Jose Vicente Rangel. That oh, one. Okay. okay, so there there is uh, the second vice president during this period of. Of this dark period of the Venezuelan Venezuela. history that passed away, oh. many people is saying, "Okay, uh, whether who who will be the next vice president?" Nobody to, wants uh, to be the vice. And 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 the <laughs> thing is, next, <laughs> hey, Diosdado, are you ready? Are you ready, Diosdado? Okay. Uh, but th- that's life, you know, and uh, and we hope that that this uh, this uh, situation with uh, with the socialism in Venezuela will be over 
I don't know when, but I I hope that will be soon because uh, during this week uh, there there is uh, the Economist the 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 magazine mm-hmm. English magazine published the the index of poverty in uh, in the world. Okay. Well, it's not it's not poverty. It's popper. It's uh, what is the country that is number one to be the 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 poorest of the poorest. Like a miserable. The miserable and uh, and Venezuela won. Venezuela is the number one. Yeah, Not even Zimbabwe. No, Zimbabwe is six times richer than Venezuela right now. Oh, Lord. okay. And 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 the the thing is, in order you to to have an idea, uh-huh. the minimum wage in Venezuela right now mm-hmm. is around three dollars a month. Three dollars a month. Yes, the the United Nations consider a poor country. Any country that lives with a with a wage of one dollar per day, uh-huh. okay, Venezuela has a we- a minimum wage of three dollars a month. That means around ten cents or ten percent of what is considered poverty. Okay. So being such a rich country and today is the worst of the worst. Yes. Yes. It's 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 sad, but uh, you know something is 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 the end result of the most uh, scientific um, system, Mm -hmm. political system that exists in the world. Okay. Any any time you implemented socialism at the end of the line, mm-hmm. the thing that you got is not poverty. It's, po- it's, it's misery. below it's misery. It's misery. It's misery. So the other day, somebody uh, showing the Facebook a uh, um, uh, can of uh, diablitos. Okay. Diablitos is like the underhood, uh, the underhood devil, devil time. Okay. Okay, and and he said, uh, we will, we were uh, raised with arepas with diablitos. It was very, it was a very common, uh-huh. common thing. You I know? remember, yeah. Okay, and I told him, listen, in that, in that can, you now have a month worth of work in Venezuela. To buy that little can. That little can. Yeah. Okay? Wow. So so that's that's how bad the situation is in Venezuela. But anyway, you know, you have that that thing where the ninety five percent of the population lives uh-huh. But there is another five percent of the populations that are connected with the government, okay, and with the power, who has uh, houses in uh, in the um, in the best places in uh, not only in Venezuela. There there are a lot of 
people connected to the government of uh, the Venezuela government that has uh, apartments in Brickell Avenue or in Paris or whatever. Okay, you also so, have... So what you're saying is that socialism in Venezuela works very good for some people, but it's terrible for the 80% of the population of the 95%. country. 95%. The, 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 oh, propo okay. the proportion okay. is, uh, is uh, what, the, what they say, the 3%. Okay, the three percent of the population lives like kings. It's, it's like it's like a medieval um, medieval times, okay, where the royalty lives like like royalties, and the rest of the people were just peasants and and servants, you know, and and the the thing is that that stage already reached Venezuela 95% of the population uh -huh. uh, 3% are the government's uh, people who, who travel in, in their own jets who had um, Ferraris and Lamborghinis uh -huh. okay, who has uh, big jets Okay, and the other two percent are the people who are near of that people serving that people. Okay, mm -hmm. and the rest of the population lives, uh, you know, just uh, waiting for the government to solve their to problem. Hang over something to okay yeah. to to the, if if there is something some uh, clap boxes to to buy. Well, they would buy uh, that that clap boxes that requires uh, around six or seven minimum wages. So everybody in their home had to had to to work. Chipping, chipping. Yes. Yeah. In order to the to clap buy. the clap boxes is for those who doesn't know is a a box full of non-perishable food. Yeah. Like rice, pasta, oil. Yeah. Um, cans, like something. Yeah, in cans. basically cans. Yeah, and um, flour, salt, sugar. Yes, but the, but the people, the people right now don't even have money to buy the club boxes. So, so right now, and uh, and we will we will talk about the we we were talking about that. Um, before, uh, for example, um, Maduro uh, gave uh, for the May f day, the f May first, uh, gave the the two euros as a minimum salary in uh, two euros. Two, two euros. euros. Yes. That's How much is one euro? euro in it's in it's in a one one point two dollars. One dollar twenty cents. Twenty cents. So he gave people two. Two dollars forty. Two dollars forty. Not for even two dollars fifty cents. No. To Venezuela a month, so they a can month. live. Yes. And the box, the club box, costs six dollars. Yeah, around eight dollars. So if in a house, live in a house, let's say. Six people live in a house. They have mm -hmm. to chip in in order to get one club, club box. box. Yeah, that happens. And they have with to the share it. That happens with the people who live 
with a minimum wage, okay, in Bolivar. And, and he says first the May, first May first, because uh, it's the it's the, the communist war. day, right? It says the not really still Labor Day in the rest of the world that commemorates an event that happens here in the United States in Chicago. Okay, the and and what they said is uh, they remind the thing because remember the communists always want United States to be a socialist country, and we've been w when we've been uh, fighting the fight against socialism since the middle of the 19th century. Okay. So that the, the what it happens right now in the United States is not new. It happens so many times in the US history with exactly the same results. At the end of the line, socialism is over. So do you do you so you what you're saying is you think the United States is gonna overcome this situation what we're going through? So we should not be doing nothing. No, we have to fight because remember what 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 the, the what the Ronald Reagan said. Uh huh. Liberty, freedom is only one generation away to be lost. Okay. The problem is that in Venezuela we have a socialist mentality. We've been with the socialist mentality since the generation of 1928, okay? Excuse me. And... 1928. Yes. Yeah, that was after General General uh, Gomez passed away. No. 28. No, no. <gasps> 1928. Sí, yes, it the was... generation of the 28. Yes, it when was... When the ADECOs, the... Uh, uh, the generation of 28... It's a, it's a movement of the Venezuelan Central University with uh, you have names as Gustavo Machado, the founder of the Communist Party, and uh, Romulo Betancourt uh, studying that in that in that place. That uh, that is considered a communist nest since that uh, era. Okay, but what happens? Gomez put everybody of that generation even on jail or in exile. Mm -hmm. Okay, and uh, and Venezuela lived uh, a fair. But it's showing the Venezuela never came out from the from that crisis. So my question is because because after the Gomez passing. Uh, and it's and it's this is the kind of of discussion that we had before. The guy who took power was uh, Lopez Contreras, and Lopez Contreras, the only merit that had to be the president of Venezuela is that five years before he was the the Minister of uh, Guerra y Marina, War and, and Navy, okay? So he was the, 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 the guy who in, in the real power of the, of the power of the, of, the, of the guns, you know? So what happened? That when Gomez passed away, 
there were a lot of people who says we need to modernize Venezuela in the administration, blah, blah, blah. And he said, okay, what's the m best country in the world right now that can be uh, serve as a model? Yeah. And remember, it's 1935, 1936, and uh, who, who was the, the guy or who was the model of government that ha that were most successful in that era? It was Germany, and who and who was in power at that moment, Adolf Hitler. Mm -hmm. Okay, and what was Adolf Hitler? He was a, a Nazi, a National Socialist. Okay, mm -hmm. so Lopez Contreras, even though he 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 was against Marxism. He saw the model, mil the militarist model of Hitler. And he was a military. And do you know something? He followed that those steps. He created the central bank. Yeah. Okay? He created the system of identification. And he creates also uh, um, the National Guard. Mm -hmm. And what that means? That means that from that moment, the state took over the riches of the people who had their gold in the in the banks, mm -hmm. and the and the government expropriated that uh, that gold and says now that gold is the reserve of the nation. No, it was the big. The big expropriation of the nation against the riches of the people. Okay, the second thing was the National Guard. That right now, in the con in the Venezuelan Constitution, appears as um, the the function of the National Guard is to control. The population. population, yes. Okay, and the third uh, part is the creation of the national identification uh, system. Yeah. So you have right now in Venezuela since 1936 to on today, you have three things. First, the state took over your 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 money. Mm -hmm. Your riches. Now they they can do with the with the money whatever they, they please. They took control of your pocket. Okay, they took control also of your liberty, because <laughs> the military are now the real power by constitution against the civil. Mm -hmm. Okay, we don't have second amendment. In Venezuela, no. No. Okay. We don't have the Ten Amendments. <laughs> we don't have we don't have the Bill of Rights. Not in even the first one. You think no, we're gonna have the second? No, the in Venezuela the, the, since since uh, eighteen nineteen. Okay, when Bolivar uh, eliminates the the Constitution of eighteen eleven. Uh -huh. Okay, in Venezuela we don't have. Bill of Rights. Exactly. Okay, and the third thing is that you lost also even your identity because right now the Venezuelan uh, people 
it's just a serial number of the state. It's like like we belong to the state instead to be the state belongs to the people. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have this kind of disaster that right now Venezuela is. And how can you erase that mentality? It's, it's like I was... Uh, th- everything, that kind of mentality starts at home. Yes. It starts at home. Yes. For example, when you see a mother taking care of her, ch- their ch- her children, uh-huh. but she's not teaching them how to be independent, responsible, to be a good citizen. No. What she's teaching them is, I am your solution, you depend on me, I'm giving you house, I'm giving you this, I'm giving you this, I'm giving you this. But when those children grow up, they're just waiting for mommy and dad to pass away so they can inherit the house that they have. That's what I saw for many years in Venezuela, right? No, not only and, that. And, but I start at home. So we're going to go in a break, and okay. we're going to come back. Okay. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. Take it away. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And this is Let's Talk Venezuela. And we are talking about the socialism, how the socialism in Venezuela convert Venezuela, one of the most richest countries in the world. Yeah. And now is the poorest in the world. And let me explain you something. That that means that countries are not rich because they have uh, Reso- natural resources. resources. Uh-huh. P- uh, countries are rich because their GDP and uh, the people work and the people create the, the riches. Okay. And and let's 
Let's talk about the best example of what socialism mm-hmm. does. Um, this uh, lady, Margaret Thatcher, used to say mm-hmm. that socialism works until the money dries out. Yeah, but today we have it's different. They are still drying up, but they are still they so, are still in power. So okay. what happened? In in 1970, the income of the Venezuelan people, and in real in real numbers, were 10 percent higher than the United States. Okay. Okay. 19 what? 1970. 50, 70. 51 years ago. Uh huh. Okay. But remember that we had in Venezuela. Uh, slow motion socialism. Okay, it took we call it progressivism. Exactly. In a progressive and way. It's progressive. Slow and, slow. and that's what the Democrats compare in Venezuela, what was going on here in America. Exactly. That's the same language that also is using all these Democrats are using the language of progressivism. Yes, okay. and and you can and you can uh, read what's going on right now in Venezuela, and the best the best ex- the best example. Uh-huh. Uh, it's curious. It's the University Simon Bolivar. The University Simon Bolivar is yes. that a public or, or private uh, university? It's a it's a public university, but let me explain you something. In the nineteen in the nineteen sixties, uh, they said, "Okay, uh, we have a univers- the central university, but we need and and the best of the best education in this country." Remember that in nineteen sixty nine, the president Caldera closed the U, the, the, the uh, UCV for almost three years. The Universidad Central de Venezuela, the Central University of Venezuela. Yes, it was was closed closed for three years. For three years because communists took so many power in in that university Uh that that the government decided to close it and to check everything that university they found guns, they have uh, they found a lot of Oh, so the communists always take the universities. Yes. It that's one, not something it, new. No, it's not new and and that's when um, Caldera said, okay, let's pacify these people. Let's negotiate with the guerrilla and let's uh, bring peace, you know, because in the name of the peace everything will be alright. Yeah, and, sure. Uh. And, 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 when, and when you see that people that says, no, we have to be united, no, it's, it doesn't matter how the other, how the other guy think, you know, in, when you have this kind of, of mentality. mentality, you have a big problem. Curiously, that happens to me last yesterday. Uh-huh. I met with some people and they had that kind of mentality. Not all of them, but one one of the one of them told me, oh, well, where are we gonna go? We're gonna we're not gonna go to the Democratic Party. 
I say, no, we don't have to go anywhere. We can stay here in the Republican Party. Yeah, but we need to then unite. And I say, unite with who? With those one who took everybody, specifically the candidates, the Republican candidate. They took the Republican candidate who qualified that week on March. They took them to the uh, slaughterhouse yeah. when they knew that they violated the voting laws. They, you know, the Secretary of State took uh, a decision that it was not allowed for him to take that decision on changing so many things in favor of the Communist Democratic Party of yeah. America. Mm-hmm. And this is where we are now. They are talking now about unify. Oh, you guys, we need to forgive uh, 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 um, these people who are in charge, who did uh-huh. that who did this to the voters, uh, Georgia yeah. voters. We need to forgive them and move on. It's not about forgiving and move on because with that same language mm-hmm. in Venezuela, in 1971? In 1969. 1969. Look what is the result of Venezuela the, the today. The end result, exactly. So, in uh, Pan and Post uh-huh. uh, made uh, an article about the Simon Bolivar University and he says not even the Simon Bolivar University is safe from drug trafficking Simon Bolivar University in Venezuela is like we're talking about Harvard? Uh, Harvard. The Harvard of Venezuela. Yes. Okay. okay. It's, 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 it was supposed to be the most important technological university in Venezuela because remember socialism m- implies mm-hmm. the that the government mm-hmm. directs the economy okay yeah is it a economy director the, uh, yes it's director the of everything yeah like 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 Joe Biden is doing now yes and exactly. now Joe Biden is promoting free university yes like Venezuela yes exactly okay all right exactly all so right. this article will show you in in a very clear way what happened not only with the university but what happened with the country okay yeah, because supposedly from that university, the brains, Venezuela's the brains come from that university. Yes, exactly. Okay. okay. It says, reality showed that as a consequence of the policy of the drug trafficking, the USB has been forced to operate for more than two decades under a regime of budget insufficiency. Of course, they depend 100% of the government. Uh-huh. Okay? By 2021, uh-huh. the USB has delivered 46,177 university degrees, even though the administrative reality that is experienced day by day shows that only the will of the human capital keeps it the that's right not even the Simon Bolivar University is what they said it's safe when that gale that shakes the houses of higher status in our country USB fights fiercely deciding to defeat ignorance 
through the spirit that constituted it and which paraphrases its immutable and intrinsic of light, of peace, of science, of conscience, and of truth. Mm -hmm. Okay. The Association of Alumni of the University of Simon Bolivar uh -huh. joined forces in defense of its history, tradition, and purpose. They seek to transform pain and indignation into actions. Okay. Funds are raised for the recovery and improvements of the physical plants. The information campaigns and promotion of new activities are created. Donors are sought and transparency is maintained in the destination of, of all money raised through portals and social networks. Resilience and will of the university community in the, in the face of the obstacle of an efficiency public policy. Reality showed that as consequence of the policy, okay, in January 2020, the 50 years of the beginnings of the academy activities of USB were celebrated. Mm -hmm. An experimental university that opened with the support of then President of the Republic, Raul Leoni, Rector Eloy Martinez, uh, 500 students for the 1969 cohort as well as 25 professors and 15 administrative employees. Mm -hmm. Today, the University of the Future has the honor of having graduated 3,538 master degrees, 485 doctorates, 37,530 undergraduate graduates, mm -hmm. and 8,395 postgraduate graduates for a total of 45,925 degrees delivered by the USP to Venezuelans who thanks to their training they have fed their families they have made investments for Venezuela and the world they have done engineering mathematics biology physics and chemistry um, uh, It is calculated that uh, that around 90% of the graduates of the USB now lives outside of Venezuela. That's what I was going to ask you. Um, how can they graduate so many people and there is no job? There is no uh, that's a place for them to stay that's and work? That's the, that's the problem exactly with the socialism because they they create the, the most uh, expensive... Uh, Unemployed and employees in the world. That's wait, wait a minute. But the but the ones who are working in the university are the ones who are making the money. No, not even them, because they depend they depend of of the of the budget that came from the government, a hundred percent. So, but that's that's the mentality. The government has to give me has to give me the 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 resources, mm -hmm. and I have uh, to have the opportunity to study at a high level. And they and they work hard. Don't don't misunderstand me. But the thing is that the model mm -hmm. is wrong. 
But that is being implemented now here in America. They are trying to, are implement, trying to implement the same it. thing, and yes. that's why we're right, right now uh, reading this this but, thing. But, but hold on, hold on. Let me let me in, uh, interfere a little bit in here uh -huh. in this subject because here in America, who the one who are teaching in the university, they are the one who are making money. Look, I met in December a guy. He said that he works hard. Mm. to send her daughter, his daughter, mm. to the university to find out that all the money that he was paying for her to get a career, they were brainwashing his daughter. Yeah. But the amount of money that he was paying for that university, he said that he could buy another house, okay, yeah. rent it out, and make a very, very good living, not only for him and his wife, but his children too. Yeah. So here in America, the teachers in the universities are the ones who are making money out of the parents who are working in capitalism, who are producing in capitalism, and they are watching the brain of their children to become communism, which is going to be nothing for them yeah. in the future. Yeah, but uh, you, have, you have here, you have open market. Still... Okay. Still, that means that means that you don't like the where where you are. You can move out. You can do whatever you please. But when you have when you have this kind of of a structure, you even go out and and do nothing, or try to get the knowledge and flee the country. And so the father, that father said, well, you know what I'm going to do because she's being disrespectful. She doesn't respect me. I am the one who's paying, you know, that entitlement, that yeah. entitlement syndrome. $40,000 you know? $40, a year. No. Uh, for um, four years, it's, it's $160,000. Yeah, it's like, he said he was talking about $250,000 yes. in her career oh, with yes. expenses of housing and all the stuff, right? Yes. So do you know what he was saying? Well, now I'm going to let her go on her own to school and see who she's going to be uh, requesting, you know, that entitlement that she's having. We are coming back in a minute. We're going for a break. Whether cruising the strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, then the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived there 10 years, or you were raised your right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Okay. By 2021, the University of Simón Bolívar 
has delivered around 47,000 uh, university degrees. Right? That means that means only 1,000 titles per year in 50, less than 1,000 titles in 50 years of operation. Uh -huh. That's not a big uh, return either. A big deal, yeah. No. And then when it comes to technicians, they only graduated like around 30,000. Yes. Okay? So, but you know, for a healthy uh, society to function, you have to have both. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because if you don't have technicians, look what's going on here in America with the lack of technicians. What they do, they bring technicians from other countries. That's because correct. Because here, the American did not prepare the gener you know, this generation. That's what happened in the 40s and 50s. Uh -huh. where Venezuela had to import mm -hmm. people from Europe that were prepared in, uh, in, uh, in countries that were destroyed by the, the war. And they bring this, these people to Venezuela. Uh -huh. They flourish in yeah. Venezuela, and, and they create the big middle class of Venezuela of the uh, 20th century. Yeah. But that middle class, what happened with that middle class? They are gone now, right? Yeah. Every people from Italy, Spain, or Portugal that can uh, leave the country, they left. They left. They left already. They already so went through that situation, so they knew what they have the to do. Exactly. Yes. So these universities are specializing people, giving them master degrees and doctorate degrees. Yeah. Right? Okay. So we have another situation with the university, uh, Simon Bolivar, is the numerous resignation and retirements of the personnel. Yeah. Right? Academic, administrative, and worker. Due to poor working condition affects institutional performances. In addition, uh, the position of retired personnel cannot be replaced. Mm -hmm. Okay? The other day, like a two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I was talking with one of, he just graduated in December. Uh -huh. Okay? And he was hired right away to give some classes because they cannot find no, no professors exactly. to teach what he became as a, as a yeah. graduated, you know? So, uh, due to poor working condition affect institutional performance in addition the position of retired personnel cannot be replaced following inst instruction of the national executive between 1998 and 2019 the regular teaching staff was reduced by 70% and the number of higher staff mm -hmm. so they increased by increased by 58% although the enrollment of student administration has increased, you see, after the prohibition of the application of the internet test in 2015 and open violation of university autonomy, schools prosecution have decreased significantly. Between 2010 and 16, the average of active students who they did not enroll in each period, it has estimated an estimated of 14%, while between 17 and 18, the percentage was 26%. So even in that drop too. Yeah. Okay. So they are making a society. Uh, an ignorant society. An ignorant society. And that's exactly what the socialists love, right? Yes. That's what they are looking for. Mm -hmm. To to have people that cannot cannot discuss on anything, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, and uh, eventually what you have is an 
obedient society. A obedient society. Yes, that's what they are looking for, an obedient society. Uh -huh. So it's not only they are losing all this, what I said before, but they are also losing academic spirits of the autonomous university for various reasons. It's also considered that 87% of them were not a scholarship holder. Uh -huh. Okay, 85% used to the dining room service to eat, and 65% use public transport. Exactly. Okay, but the significant successive loss of effectiveness and efficiency of the services has impacted on the increase in the school dropouts. Mm -hmm. So exactly, if you don't have food at home, you don't have money for public transportation. The It's a, it's a domino effect, right? Yes, it's a domino effect. Okay. The budget for 2021, we are in 2021, uh -huh. <laughs> is sufficient of the university, of this specific university, Simon Bolivar, mm -hmm. reaches 99%. Explain me that. They are working only with 1% of the budget that they need. The rest is covered by the ex former students okay how do they how do they cover the ex former students well the former students are creating societies and and, and groups that raise money in order to keep the university working but you have to understand something uh -huh. when that university was created okay they created that that place in a, in a in a in a place named Sartenejas that is a very far from Caracas. Uh -huh. So the people to go to that university must must drive around 30 miles. Okay? Uh -huh. 30 miles looks nothing here. Uh -huh. But when you don't have transportation means it's a lot. Uh -huh. So you don't have you don't have public transportation. The the infrastructure in that university is poor. Poor. Mm -hmm. Okay. It used to be the best of the best, but you know if you don't give maintenance on those on those things, it's over. So right now. The university, you can you can uh, read the rest of the article to make the to make uh, the comments because we're almost on yeah the functioning. Time. The operation expenses are absolutely deficit. Have allocated resources for uh, the rich six months at estimated value in 2020. The internet service stands out, whose annual budget grant granted uh, enough to cover only one month. Uh -huh. Okay. So curiously, the national executive has ex established the need to provide the online education service due to COVID-19 pandemic. That disbursement of resources sent by national executive between January and February reached only 14% of the total plan for the period. Maintenance services estimated to guarantee cover for the first six months of the year now cover one month. Uh -huh. and are equivalent, equivalent to 21% of the annual budget. The budgetary limitation preserves considering resources to cover investment expenses in academic projects and physical plans. 52 buildings, 180,000 um, of metro 
meter of construction only at the Sartenejas headquarters, exactly. as well as the decrease of the liabilities. So, this sad. If the internet is not working for six months, only work for one month, and the, a lot of students are at home receive, taking classes internet, so that one is going to collapse too. Absolutely. So the only university that is working because it's located in the in in the is the, um, the public the, is uh, almost in the downtown of Caracas uh -huh. is the Central University. It's the Central University. The rest, of the, you have to understand, this was created as the elite university, the best of the best of the student being in that university and the uh, people who got the money the way to get to the place by owning a car driving gas good at that moment uh -huh. because the university was free uh -huh. well the students can be at home uh -huh. and get uh, a car the in venezuela cars were cheap uh -huh. Okay, the used cars and the gasoline was almost. So they don't have like at uh, the universities here, and they have uh, apartments around it where the students. No, they, they, don't, don't, they, they don't have that. They, it, it's not in Venezuela. It's not like that. No, okay. it's not like that. Okay. Okay. So the the idea the idea is that the Sim, Simon Bolivar University basically is. Dying. So it's dying. dying. It's dying. The uh, Harvard of Venezuela is dying is due dying. to socialism. Yes. But they were teaching socialism while no, they were. No, well, the the thing in that university is that the high highest skilled university. The the people of the Simon Bolivar University is not so involved in politics. But that's what happens. The old say uh -huh. that said, if you if you are not involved in politics, uh -huh. eventually politics gets involved with you. you with you, and, and then with this, <laughs> that's my say here too. In America, when they when a lot of people American, no, I don't follow politics. I don't I don't care about politics. Well, you must well start getting involved because. One way or another, or another, the politics is going to get involved okay. in your life, in your pocket, in your house, in your bathroom, with your children. That po you know, politics are going to end up controlling your whole family and your personal life. Yes. What do you think, David? That's true. Yep. Yeah, Steven Seagal had a meeting with uh, with uh, Nicolas Maduro. Steven Seagal, he's a communist. Yeah, he went to Venezuela. He, Interview like, Nicolas Maduro. Yes, he was with Nicolas Maduro. And what was Maduro. the news? What was the well, news? Well, the the Maduro gave him the 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 sword of of, of Bolivar. Do you know any time any person get a hold of that sword from Simon Bolivar? They somehow they that, end up uh, dead. Yes. Steven like Seagal doesn't know about it? No, but you know, he... You know, what, you know what Putin did, right? I he returned it. Yes. That's what he did. It, yes. Okay, so okay, we're going to talk next week about uh, the sword. Policimo Bolivar sword. Thank you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you, David. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>